What's up, guys? Episode number seven of the Marketing Life Podcast. I'm super excited. Today on this show, I brought on a man by the name of Justin Tempest. This guy's a door knocker. And you guys might say, well, why the crap are we having a door knocker on this Marketing Life Podcast? And I will say, I've been learning a lot about door knocking lately, and there's a lot of the same principles with door knocking as is for online marketing. So, Let's dive in. What's up, guys? We have Justin Tempest on the show today. Justin, tell us your backstory, how you got into door knocking. Door knocking. Well, I just finished up my second year in the industry, so I've got a little bit of, of a weight under my belt now. Last year, when I started looking into the industry, I just felt like I'd seen a lot of people do really, really well at it. And they were my age and I feel like I had similar skill set that they had. So I started poking around at the industry, trying to find what I wanted to sell, uh, what company I wanted to sell with, what my short-term goals were and long, long-term goals. At the time, I wanted to be a doctor, wanted to go into orthopedic surgery and was starting a degree at UVU in Utah in biology to get that done. And so my goal with door knocking was to really make as much as I could during college, where when med school started, I could I could have that be mostly out of pocket and keep down on the student loans. And as I started poking around at at different companies, I found out that I wanted to sell pest control. Um, I wanted to kill bugs. And as I, as I found the right company that I felt like worked well for me, it was a startup company. So it was a company that I felt like that I could plug in at the very, very first day and help build a company into something great as opposed to just plugging into something that was already existing. And so after just finishing my second year with Anthem pest control, as both an individual and also the, the company's second year, we've, we've crushed it. We've done really, really well and just finished my first year managing a team and, and did uh, just near 2,000 accounts as a network, which was really good to see. That's awesome, man. So door knocking, you're here now today. So what do you do in a door knocking like, scenario? Like give, give the audience like an understanding of door knocking because I just started you know, kind of helping in this industry uh, with marketing for Sam Taggart, but... Like what, like tell the audience about how this goes down. How does the door knocking industry work? It is, it's intense, man. There's like, there is no type of sales in my opinion that's more direct and hits you in the mouth like, like door to door. It's literally as simple as going to a neighborhood, just like the one that you probably live in. And you've seen it before guys walk up to your door and knock on it and they have a pitch. They've got to enter entertain you for 30 seconds to get another 30 seconds. And if you've ever been sold something door to door by the end of it, you find that it's actually a really good experience for both the seller and the consumer, which I find pretty satisfying when, you know, you go out in a neighborhood and you have eight, nine, 10 hours to, to make things happen. And it's really all up to you. So in my industry selling pest control, I go to markets that are tend to tend to be really buggy is what we call them. So I started in Atlanta, Georgia for the last two years. And when I would knock on a door, when they would hear that I'm selling pest control is already pretty natural to hear that because it's something where you have to use pest control in Atlanta. Um, and so it was, it was really neat to, you know, start in this industry in a market with selling something that's already pretty, pretty known and pretty well used. Um, but yeah, it's, it's literally just, you know, I always think about Mike Tyson. He has a quote where he says, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. And I think anyone who does door to door has looked into it has a plan. Okay. I've done my role plays. I know the pitch and all the product or service I'm selling. But when you get that first hard no, or that first door slam, like how do you react to that? That's what dictates how successful you are in this. And I think that that segues really well into life as well. How, how well do you react when you get hit in the mouth? 
That's awesome, man. That is really awesome. Door knocking, definitely have seen it. People get smacked in the face a lot. Um, so these past this year on you said you're on your second year with with door knocking and you had a pretty successful season this year. So what did you have to do to to become an expert in that area of door knocking? What are some of the things that you do? Good question. So I think a lot of guys that I recruit and, and talk to of buddies that are in the industry, everyone wants to do well in a sales job, right? Because at the end of the day, that's how you can maximize your earnings and your your overall well-being is you want to do really, really well and be a one percenter. And what I've found the last two years is guys that do really, really well at this don't put in the work just when the summer starts. So how our, our sales program works is it's strictly just in the summer, the summer months where typically college kids are on that summer break working. And so guys that would go out with very little to no training beforehand, their learning curve was way longer. And as a result, pushed off their success when you're on a pretty short time crunch to make things happen. And myself and some of the most successful guys on my sales team this year were guys that put in the work from September all the way through April before the summer even started reading books, role-playing, watching training videos, putting in hours a day to make sure that when that first door was hit May 1st in the summer, they were ready for whatever was going to come out of that person's mouth. That's awesome. I like that. That's a good takeaway to really plan ahead and do your research, study some books, look at training videos and before you go out there and knock. So, you know, you could definitely apply that into online marketing. Like you've got to be reading books. You've got to be putting in the time if you want to get those results. So I really like, I really like that as a good takeaway. Um, so tell us about your first door, um, that you knocked and, and what kind of failure did you see? I know oh, you man. probably don't like to talk about it, no, but it's, it's fun. But let, let's hear about this first door that was a big failure. Yeah. And I, I was asked this question quite a bit this last year with some guys on my team that had never knocked before. Like, how'd your first day go? What was your first door? Like, and I remember my entire first day knocking doors, um, in the summer of summer of 2017. So, you know, I fly out to Atlanta. I have pretty little know-how on how to sell pest control. It was the company's first year. And, um, I signed with that company about a month before I went out. So I, I was pretty naive to the whole situation, but I remember going out into that neighborhood, pretty middle-class neighborhood, um, nothing too fancy. And I knocked probably 20 doors before anyone even answered. And I was like, man, what, what is this? Like, I'm just walking around neighborhoods for free. This is crazy. And then I realized every door I'd knocked on didn't have a car in the driveway. All the blinds were closed. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's learn from this experience. Let's actually go find houses that looks like someone's home. And as I did that, I remember my very first door, they, they told me I already have a company. I'm good. I'm, I'm set. Thanks. No, thanks. And I walk, walk off the driveway. I'm like, okay, that was like a total fail. How do I get better at this? And so I remember just every single door after that, that first day, I just tried to walk away from it and say, okay, why did they say this? Why did I say this? Why did they say no or yes? And I remember after that first door answer, it wasn't too much longer, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour where I sold my first account. And even then it was like, okay, now I got a yes. Now what? Right. And so trying to figure out how to, you know, solidify that sale and maintain the positive report with that person to make sure it goes through. But overall, I mean, it's definitely like I was saying earlier, everyone has a plan to like hit in the mouth, but those hits make you better. Gotcha. So your, what's your biggest takeaway then from that day, that first day knocking, like maybe a door knocker is listening. What's your, what are your takeaways from that day? 
I think, you know, at the end of, end of the day, for regardless of the industry, if you want to be a one percenter in your industry or be the best at what you do, you're going to have to go through some grind to make that happen. And so a full, my full first day knocking of, you know, roughly maybe eight or nine hours straight of knocking. And I finished my first day with two sales, but to get two sales, there was dozens and dozens of no's. And as I went home that first day and realized, okay, I have a full summer ahead of me. I see myself being able to do well at this. You have to be willing to accept rejection and be okay with that and not have that affect how you do the next day or the next week or the next month or the next year. And I think that's very applicable in any industry, right? If you're trying to do something big, you're going to have naysayers and people that tell you no, and, and you're going to have to react to that in a positive way and just keep, keep pushing forward. That's awesome, man. Yeah. One thing that came to my mind when you're telling me about you failing out there, you were failing, knocking doors and you were analyzing what were they saying? What did I say? You know, even that's applicable in business in general, like even in online marketing, you know, you're going to have to do trial. You're going to have errors. You're going to fail. You're going to have to make changes, adjustments, you know, to get those campaigns even successful. So like you said, though, it's applicable in any industry in the world. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so tell us about your first little successful experience that you had with, with knocking doors, your first little sell that made you go, okay, I made one. Like I can go sell hundreds now. Yeah, man, that was a, I feel like I'm, I'm still getting to that point too. Cause I feel like I, I've still have so much untapped potential in, in what I do. But, um, I would say my first summer, it was, it was a good year. I did, I did pretty well. And I, I feel like I got my feet wet in the industry, but it honestly wasn't until this, this last summer that we just finished up summer of 2018 that I really got a taste of what I can do in this industry and, and what untapped potential I have. And I think even the industry as a whole has, it, it can all do really, really, really well. And so, you know, there's a lot of joy that comes from selling a product or service personally. But as I took out a team this year and most of which were rookies, they'd never sold anything, let alone door to door pests before. And seeing those guys shadow you, you train them and then they start selling and selling not just one a day, but selling two, three, four, five plus a day that brought more joy and, and drive to me than anything else. Cause I felt like, you know, if, if I can help 10, 20 guys sell two a day, three a day, four a day, five a day, that's way better than any five, six, seven, eight a day that I can do. Right. And just seeing that impact bleed through to other networks has been pretty cool. Well, so why would you say like that was, why was that successful this last summer? Like, why did you have a little successes there? I honestly think it was focus. I literally did not do anything from September through the summer of this last year. than focus on sales and focus on recruiting and building literally nothing. I had a lot of, you know, different, different times where I was on the road, like day after day after day recruiting guys and, and trying to build. And I think that's honestly what it takes. I remember listening to a podcast with, um, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and they were asked, you know, you guys collectively are worth a couple hundred billion dollars. Like, how do you guys do it? Give us your secret sauce. And they simultaneously said focus. And I think looking back at what I've done, which is very minimal compared to them, but where I want to be, I, I hope to be like, like them one day. Um, it, it definitely is focus. You know, there's 24 hours in a day 
and how you use those 24 hours, I think dictate where you're going to be a year from now, two years from now, six months, six months from now, more than anything else, focusing on really what's your goal, what's your game plan to get there and then execute. That's really where I think it stems from. That's awesome, dude. Staying focused. Like, again, any business out there, if you're not focused, you're not going to be successful. So that's a great takeaway there. So Justin, tell us about this last summer. Obviously, it's been maybe a grand slam, slam dunk. You know, it's kind of debatable. You know, obviously, we all have high expectations for ourselves. But what was your your big successful summer with door knocking? I think I kind of like I was mentioning earlier, I just really noticed my potential in this industry. I, I think, you know, as, as anyone is in their, their young twenties trying to figure out what they want to do for the next 50, 60 years of their life, it can be a, a tough question to answer. And going into this industry last year, I wanted to be a doctor. I, I'd wanted to do that for my whole growing up, pretty much playing football, growing up, getting hurt, going to orthopedics. That's what I wanted to do. And this last year, as I really have gone all out in this i've completely changed that plan i want to master sales i want to get really really good at this industry and then funnel that into who knows what in the next 10 years real estate whatever it may be but i think really my biggest takeaway is we all can do a lot more than we probably think we can do right there's there's 24 hours in a day like i was saying earlier and how you use those 24 hours each day can really make or break your potential. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of success out there to be had. And there's people that are just as talented as you and far less that have done pretty great things. And there's no reason that anyone can be a part of that. That's awesome, man. So I'm going to throw a curveball to you. Um, what did you do to change that mindset of going from orthopedics and then realizing that you're you're realizing that you haven't even hit your full potential yet so like what where where did it that change what made that change i remember it changed in a in a parking lot in buford georgia my first summer so i it was the tail end of my first summer uh knocking doors and i i sat down with two of the owners that started anthem pest control jacob peden and mitch matthews and we had a really good conversation just recapping the last few months of what had happened and the goals and plans of the company and where I would fit into that. And it was honestly pretty quick. They, they told me that, you know, they really wanted to, to have a long-term play and, and make this something that we built it together. And they told me, you know, you want to go back to school here in a couple months and you want to be a doctor. And when they said that, it like just didn't ring true anymore. It's like what I wanted to do at all. I saw a glimpse of the impact that people have selling anything door to door, whether it's security or satellite or pest or solar. And I felt like I could do really, really well at this. And it could be something where I could do well at it from the get go. You know, being a doctor, it would take me 15 years to get through school and residency and get practicing, which, you know, there can be some impact along the way, but I, I realized I could have that impact now and not have to wait. And so it was kind of a no brainer for me to, to just go all out with sales. That's awesome, man. From what you told me, basically, it just seems like changing that mindset is is definitely one of those things you you have to make a choice. You have to make a decision to have that mindset. And I think that's that's really awesome, man, that, that you have that mindset now. So wrapping up this podcast, man, 
you've dropped so many amazing things for this audience, but we just want to know what you do for fun, man. Give us a little, little who are you? Cause you can't knock doors, you know, 99% of the time. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, uh, my, uh, my guilty pleasure is golf. Golf. I I love to golf. Yeah. As much as I can get out and go play it's it's where, where you'll find me and it, it honestly i can tie it into work pretty easily take guys out golfing and i can kill two birds with one stone but i'll uh i'll be on the course as much as possible that's what i like to do that's awesome man if i could hit the ball straight i'd go out with you but <laughs> i always hit a hard left hook so um any updates in the door knocking industry yeah it's a it's a much bigger industry than i thought going into it um, you know, you, you grow up and you see different guys going door to door and it's almost like, Oh, don't I answer the door to door guys coming up. And that's really all I knew about the industry coming into it. And having been in it for a couple of years now, it's huge. It's a profession and career for people that, that make a ton of money and have a huge impact. And so with, with, you know, updates in the industry, it's, it's really just a, a, a booming industry. It really is even outside of where I live in Utah there's people all over the country and even all over the world that do really, really well for themselves and their families door knocking. It's direct sales. It's marketing at at the beginning, right? It's probably the oldest form of marketing, um, knocking doors, but there's booming companies all over and, and updates with it just to be, be open to the idea of looking into it and being aware of what people actually do. And it's a career for a lot of people with door knocking. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I can say I know for a fact that people make a lot of money doing this. <laughs> I've never knocked doors, but you know, I, like I said, I work with Sam and and he's definitely made a profession out of it. So it's a pretty awesome seeing this industry boom. So tell the audience your you know favorite book, man. Whether it's sales, self motivation, what what's your favorite book? Favorite book, um, I would say one of the books that helped change my focus and my mentality alluding to what you're talking about earlier is a book by grant cardone so it's be obsessed or be average is one of the books that i i tend to read a lot and recommend to people and it it really just breaks down you know there's so many people in this world that could achieve so much more if they just put in a little more time and a little more focus and to the point where you know, you can very easily become obsessed with something. I can honestly say I'm obsessed with selling bug spray. It sounds stupid. It sounds dumb, but I'm obsessed with selling bug spray. I love it. And I love teaching other people how to do it. And the, the nuggets that Grant Cardone drops a guy who's, who's done a ton in his professional career. It's, it's worth your 20 bucks to buy that book. Be obsessed or be average. It's great. Amen to that, dude. If you want to be obsessed with your business, you got to, if you want it to be big and successful. So right. amen to that. So favorite thing about door knocking. Favorite thing about door knocking. I love walking up to a door and thinking, you know, the 10 seconds before I knock on that door, what is this person doing right now? They're probably like sitting on the couch, watching TV, just pull the hot pocket out of the microwave. Like who knows what they're doing? And they have no idea that they're about ready to get pitched on, on buying pest control. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. And when you, you know, knock on that door and the person opens, you have literally two seconds to figure out, okay, what does this person like? How do I need to mirror them? And how do I need to buy another 10 seconds, buy another 10 seconds, buy another 10 seconds so that the goal is right to close them, to close them and have them buy from you. And I, that's my favorite part about it, man. I love, I love trying to make, make people entertained quick and it's definitely a trick 
you know, there's, there's a lot of failures in a day, but it's cool to see those successes happen. That's awesome, man. That is, that is funny catching people off guard. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> you can technically do that online marketing, you know, scrolling oh, yeah. through the feed. Oh crap. There's an ad. Scroll, scroll through <laughs> Facebook and you know, you got to catch people with that video or that post for sure. Yep. So that's pretty cool, dude. Um, favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Um, well, other than Taylor's podcast, dude, you're the first one. <laughs> My favorite that I listen to the most is probably Joe Rogan's podcast. It's really, really good. He always, he's got hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And I think he's one of the leading podcasts on, on YouTube and, and iTunes. And he, he brings in the, the top business moguls and, and, and one percenters that this world has to offer. And so he's, he's posting a ton. It's a guy who's pretty intense. It's an intense podcast, but that's probably my favorite right now. I listen to that one. Usually, you know, every day I'll try to find one snippet or part of a podcast to listen to. That's awesome, man. Um, so what advice would you give to, you know, any door knocker out there in the world? Any door knocker. Or any guy, I guess. It should actually be, what advice would you give to every, you know, sales guy in the world? Yeah. I think, well, there's a lot of us out there. I think I was reading some article the other day where one in nine people in America work in a, in a direct sales industry. So there's definitely a lot of us out there. But my advice would be, don't get satisfied when you hit a goal, right? I think in, in sales, everyone's going to have a goal to hit in a year or in a month or in a week. And it's easy when those get hit to get con- complacent or content with where you're at. And I think, man, when you get close to hitting a goal, you better bump it up, bump it up, bump it up as much as you can. And then maintain the same level of focus as if you were $10 away from hitting that or 10 guys away from hitting that or 10 sales away from hitting that. And I think the potential that sales people can have can be pretty intense when they do that. That's awesome, man. Just made me think of a book called Relentless. Oh yeah, that's a great book. You've read that yeah. one? I was going to say you need to read that one. Any listeners out there, you need to listen to it. It's pretty awesome. Same concept. Technically, once you get a goal, set another one. Keep yeah. pushing yourself. So if you had to give any business in the world advice, what would it be and why? Oh man, advice. I would say the, the leaders of a company, um, and, I'll, and a lot of people are already really good at this, but leaders in a company, don't be afraid to get on the ground level with your guys and your people. Um, I think as, as someone who's young and ambitious, trying to do big things in a business profession, I feel like I've grown the most when I see my leaders and the people that I work directly with. In, in my case, are the owners of the company on the same ground level as me and aren't afraid to go knock doors or, or put in deals. That's pretty cool to see. And I think that that influence can be stretched pretty far. If anyone, regardless of the title position stage of the company, what you're worth, be willing to, to do the janitor job if necessary. That's awesome, man. Amen. Hallelujah to that one. I can, I don't even need to say anything else. You said it all. <laughs> so if there's any guys out there looking to knock or whatever, or get in touch with you, how can they find you? Yeah, I, I love networking. I love meeting new people regardless of what industry you're in. So a couple easy ways. Um, my email is justin at getanthempest.com. Um, I have all the social media platforms as well. Instagram, my, my tag is jtemp38, J-T-E-M-P-3-8. Um, Facebook, Justin Tempest. And hit me up. I'd love to chat. We'd love to talk. And like I said, I love networking and seeing what everyone's doing out there to, to make success happen. 
That's awesome, man. Also, just thought about episode, I believe is number five with or four with Wesley Bledsoe. Uh, he talked about online marketing and using door-to-door companies to generate more leads. So go check that out. Um, definitely, I brought Justin on this show today because I know how relentless he is when it comes to sales. And all you online marketers out there need to be doing sales as well. There's a lot of correlation between door knocking and sales and running your Facebook ads and YouTube ads. So I hope you guys enjoyed this show. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, taylortimothy.com and peace.